This episode of the Free Your Energy podcast is brought to you in a moment. In a moment where I have been doing great in life. And I am about to make a bad decision. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to make this podcast. And I'm going to share this with you. Because the energy could help you stay focused. It could help you not make a bad decision. I only need five minutes of your time. Now, as you know, I'm going on tour. I'll be in San Diego in two weeks. Atlanta right after, Los Angeles, Chicago, and then Miami. If you didn't know, now you know. Get your tickets from SylvesterMcNutt.net. I want to make sure that I am as strong, the strongest that I can be. I want to make sure that I am the wisest that I can be. Speaking in front of people carries a lot of energy. It, it creates a lot of energy. You carry a lot of energy. You feel a lot. You see a lot. You experience a lot of different things. You're, you're very hyper aware of how other people's experience is. It can take a toll on you. And in 2017, I toured, I traveled to 18 different cities and spoke 15 different cities. I'm really not sure of the number, but I did so much work, so many tours, so many shows. I wasn't mentally prepared for how draining it was going to be, how exhausting it was going to be for things to not go a certain way. And then you got to improvise and then this person doesn't show up. And now you have to find someone to fulfill their role or you ship the books there and they don't get there. Or when they do get there, they're damaged. And it's, there's so many variables with what I do. There's so many variables. We didn't even talk about the human factor of the nervousness, I feel, of how scary it is to speak in front of people. We didn't talk about the human factor of the anxiety that I get before I speak that I've never I've never spoken about it. In fact, I've always just acted like it was no big deal. I've always just acted like I was ready for the moment. But the truth is, before every single time I go out and speak to people, I'm I'm like dying on the inside because Yes, I'm confident in what I have to say and I'm confident in my material, but there's, again, the human factor. And even though I am a professional speaker, the only reason I'm professional is because I understand how to speak and I understand how to deal with those emotions. But me being a professional status going to school to study speaking does not uh, take away the fact that there's still the human factor. Emotions are emotions. So because I'm going on tour and I know all the factors that come with it, I didn't even mention changing diets because you don't, you know, you may not know what you're going to eat. You're used to eating at home. You don't even know if you're going to get good sleep because you don't know what the bed is going to be like. You're used to your comfortable bed. And those two things are obviously very important. Am I going to get my workout? I typically work out Monday through Friday. Now, if I travel Friday for a talk on Saturday, am I going to be able to get my workout? Is that going to throw me off, right? There's so many variables, right? And so I made a decision January 1st this year. I said, you know what? I need to make sure when I go on this tour, when I go on this tour, that I am the strongest, smartest, wisest. I'm in the best shape. I feel the best. I need to make sure that I am at my peak. I need to make sure that I'm in my prime right now. That I'm starting to come into my prime. I've been meal prepping. I've been hitting the gym consistently. 
been hitting yoga consistently. Getting my sleep, prioritizing sleep, saying no to social functions and going to just a few social functions because I still care about the, the social aspect of my life. But not saying yes to it all and saying yes to some of it. I want you to know that it's mid-afternoon. I have my meal plan set for what I'm going to eat the next three days. Right? Uh, the reason I have my meal plan set is because I believe a, a set meal plan allows you to do one thing. You don't have to think about what you're going to eat. You can just execute it. You can just you can just execute the plan. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to waste time doing anything else other than executing the plan. Right. I want you to know that I got up, I put my shoes on. I was about to walk over to this cafe by my house. It's a really nice cafe. They have a lot of good uh, baked goods, uh, you know, a coffee shop. And I was going to go over there and I was going to get two chocolate chip cookies. I was going to eat those, come back and do my work. Now, someone may say two chocolate chip cookies. Oh, that's not a big deal. You you should just enjoy yourself and go ahead and do that. And I, I get that. And I believe in the middle path. I believe in not doing anything extreme. I don't believe in overindulging. And I don't believe in self-deprivation. I believe that the middle path is the successful path. Allowing yourself to, okay, you want to get a cookie? Well, yeah, as long as you eat right, do your cookie. That's usually my mentality, but not today. And I had to ask myself, is this self-deprivation? It's not. It's me proving something to myself. It's me proving that on Mondays, I know every Monday, I don't do any snacks. I don't do any drinks because I allow myself to go that middle path on the weekend. I went out yesterday. I had three drinks yesterday. Um, tequila Mule. Tequila Mule. Mexican, Mexican Mule, I think is what it's called. It's uh, pretty much my favorite drink. Is, uh, what is it? Tequila ginger beer. I tell them not, you're supposed to put a little, uh, like a guave or like a sweetener in there. I tell them not to do that because I don't need the sweetener. And then uh, you just top it off with a a lime. I like it. It's very low in calories. It's not a lot of sugar. I personally like tequila. I like ginger beer. Um, I like the flavor and taste. I like the lime. It's a a refreshing summer drink. Um, So I had three of those yesterday. I had three of those yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday. Today is Monday. And so now I'm at the point where Monday I have to prove to myself that, you know, I can reset and get back to work, get back to focus. I, I make sure I get up early. I was up this morning about you know, 545, 6 o'clock to start my day. I make sure I get my workout in. I start my every Monday. I make sure I start off with a, a workout this morning, went hiking and if I was to go get a cookie right now, would it be a big deal? It would not be a big deal. It would not be a big deal. But the biggest deal of them all is I want to stick to my plan because I have a bigger goal. I want to stick to my plan because I have a bigger goal. My bigger goal is when I step out in front of that crowd in San Diego, it might be you, or it might be you in Atlanta, or it might be you in L.A., 
It might be you in Chicago. It might be you in Miami. Or maybe you see me later in the year. Maybe I come to another city. I want you to know that I can stick to my plan. I want you to know that I can have the discipline to stick to my plan. Because I want to be an example for you. When you struggle with your plan, I want you to think, you know what, Sylvester, who used to be addicted to sweets, who had no self-control at one point in his life, got the self-control by creating a plan, by living the middle path, and that is how he now has self-control. Even when his body is screaming or his mind is screaming to go get a cookie, simply because the, the mind and body is used to eating cookies, because Sylvester freed his energy and he learned that he can just discipline himself and stay focused and, and he can do the middle path and he can give himself those things inside of the plan. I want you to know that you too can do that. You too, with whatever you're struggling with, you too can go that middle path, no self-deprivation and you know, no indulgence. You too can find that middle path. You can find that that perfect balance. You can find that perfect balance. You can tell yourself no to the things that are distracting you from your goals. You can tell yourself no from the things that are distracting you from your goals. You can tell yourself no from the things that are distracting you from your goals. Set your goals right now. As soon as you leave this podcast, set your goals, set your intention, and execute it. For me, Monday through Friday, I'm getting up at 5, 6 in the morning, and I'm working, and I'm grinding, and I'm doing what I got to do. I'm hitting my, I hit my fitness in the morning. I hit my, my, my meditation in the morning. I may get another fitness routine in at night if I feel so. I typically work from 10 to 6, 9 to 6. Then I just try to enjoy my life and I make time for the social aspects at night. This is the, this is how my schedule works. Everybody has a different schedule. Set your goals. As soon as you leave this podcast, set your goals. Set your intention. Get rid of the things that distract you. Today I can't eat that cookie because I told myself no snacks on Monday. Especially if you're having drinks or snacks during the weekend. You can't just, if you have fitness goals, you can't just just eat snacks all the time. It doesn't work. You can't be having drinks all the time. Right now, I have the drinks one day a week right now. That's okay. That to me, for me, is finding the middle path. And I hope you find a middle path for you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Free Your Energy Podcast. If this is something you struggle with and this helped you, let me know. Shoot me a text. Shoot me a DM. Let me know. I'm going to be checking. Shoot me a text, DM. Let me know. Or email. Whatever you, whatever access you have to me. Access me. Let me know. If this is something you struggle with, if you got value out of this. You can uh, obviously tell from the sound. I'm not recording this in this typical studio that I'm in. I'm actually recording on my iPhone. <laughs> First time I've ever done this, so hopefully the uh, hopefully the audio is a little decent. And uh, really appreciate you guys tuning in. If you have not got the Free Your Energy book yet, go ahead and do that right now. Just 
order from SylvesterMcNutt.net or uh, Amazon.com. You need to read that for your energy book. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is the greatest book. And uh, since it just came out, we don't, we don't, the world doesn't know that yet. We're trying to, we're trying to show you, I'm trying to, I'm trying to earn your business. I'm trying to earn that, the readership from you. I would really love it if you could just read that book. I, I feel like it would bring you a lot of value, a lot of love, a lot of good energy, and it really help you with your goals. Now, I mentioned it two or three times. I'm speaking San Diego, Atlanta, Los Angeles, Chicago, Miami. If you listen to the Free Your Energy podcast, you need to come hear me speak live. You really do. Travel somewhere. Go go to one of those cities. Your question is, well, am I going to speak in other cities? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know yet because for me to do an event, I, I have to go in debt. I don't like being in debt. The reason I have to go in debt is because I have a staff. I have a photographer. I have a host. I have to rent spaces. We have to fly there or drive there. I have to rent lodging for us. It's expensive. It is expensive to do events. And I'm not the type of person that likes to be in debt. I'm not in any debt now. So why would I want to create new debt, you know? Um, so every event that I do, you have to just assume that I'm in debt. So for me, I'll do. I'll set up five events at a time. I'm just, I'm just telling you my mindset because I'd rather be real and honest with you. And who knows, maybe some of you guys are entrepreneurs as well. And maybe down the road, you want to do your own thing, maybe similar to what I do. So I don't mind sharing, especially if it help you. For me, I'll set up five events at a time in about a six to seven um, week um, area of time. And once that time is all done, then I'll be able to look and say, okay, the collective of these events, the five of these events, were they positive or were they negative? Did I have one? That was super negative. Did I have one that was super positive? Um, the reason why I like to do five is because I like I like odd numbers for situations like this. I like five, but then I also like having the different markets. So, you know, like a market like um, L.A. and San Diego, the people out there I've been speaking out there for years. They're gonna show love. They're gonna come out. Markets like Chicago, which is ironically I'm from here. I don't know. I really don't know about Chicago. I really don't know how Chicago is going to be. Chicago previously, um, me speaking, just being truthful, was probably my least favorite place to speak. And the reason that I say that um, was because for a market to have that many people, like the, the, the uh, what is that, three or four million people, it was like the turnouts weren't um, equivalent. So like, for example, like you have smaller, I would have smaller cities that would have better turnouts in Chicago. And I found that to be so odd um, because I'm from Chicago. That was so strange to me, like I'm from Chicago. So you would think you would think that, you know, the network already have there in place would not make that situation reality. But that's what happened. When I spoke in Chicago in 2017, you know, a place like Seattle, I'm pretty sure there's more people living in Chicago than Seattle. Like Seattle, Seattle outperformed. As far as like attendance goes, like that's that's actually kind of crazy to me. I'm about to check it right now. Hold on. Chicago um, population: two point seven one million. Okay, now let's check Seattle. I'm looking at this right now on my phone. Seattle population: uh, seven hundred twenty-four thousand. 
So put that in perspective, all right? I have a city where there's 2.7 million, and then I have a city where there's 700,000. And when I spoke in both of those cities in the same year, 2017, um, more people came in the city that was 700,000. And so that's why I say, for example, you know, I would like to speak in Seattle again simply because of that. Like Seattle outperformed the Chicago market. Chicago market is one of the biggest cities, but it's like it's probably my worst performing city. My best performing cities, I'll tell you, my best performing cities are Miami, um, Atlanta, it's Los Angeles, it's San Diego, and it's New York. Those are my my top performing cities. Now, Phoenix is on the cups of being one of the tops. And especially because I've been out here for a couple of years networking, meeting people. I just know a lot of people out here now. So Phoenix is probably going to go into my top tier um, of cities to speak in. If you're wondering, like, I'll just say like the three worst. Let me see. The three worst for sure Chicago. Um, Chicago's the worst. Now, I do, I'm speaking there because I want to change, I want to change that narrative. I want I want another opportunity to change that. I want to get all the people I know from Chicago there. I want to get all of my readers from Chicago there. And I want to change that narrative because I'm born, listen to me, I'm born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. And for me to be a professional speaker right now, and every speaker has this, they have a city that's like their worst, and then they have cities that are like their best, right? And for me to feel like Chicago is my worst city, I'll be flat out honest with you, is one of the worst feelings of my professional career like how is it that the place i'm from what is it the third largest city in america is my personal worst performing um like speaking engagement that for you know that to me is something that, and i can't change that personally that's not something that i can change personally because it is it is up to other people to make their decision to come so all i can do is say hey i'll be out here I'm going to do my best to bring you guys good energy, to bring you that love, to bring you some thoughts and ideas that may help you to bring you stories. And and lastly, I'm just going to keep it real. You know, if you're if you're in Chicago and you're saying to yourself, damn, we're really the worst experience for him out of all of his out of all engagements he's done. Then I challenge you, get your ticket, get four or five people and come and bring that good energy and match my energy. Match my energy. I challenge you. If you're if you're in Chicago and you're hearing this and you're thinking, damn, this really Chicago's this worse. I challenge you because I'm coming there July 13th. I'll be there. And I'm bringing the best I have, whether it's one person, whether it's one million, whether the energy is horrible or whether it's great. I'm bringing the best I have. I'm bringing my good energy. I'm bringing my laughter. I'm bringing my stories. I'm bringing my book. I am bringing the best that I have. And and that's the whole point of this podcast. That's the whole point. The reason why I didn't go get that cookie and I picked up my phone and I said, you know what? I'm going to make a podcast. Instead of going to get that cookie, which is unproductive, which is distracting me from my goals, I said, nope, I'm going to do exactly what I need to do, which is something that's going to help me focus on my purpose, which is going to realign me to my goals. So wherever you are, If you have been distracted, I challenge you now to refocus. I challenge you now 
to just smile and create that good energy that you deserve. Just smile right now. I challenge you to get a ticket to come hear me speak live right now. So net slash events. Free your energy.